Uh, hand dies. No one cares. <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck you, dude. What's wrong with you? Dooley hand is one of the most important in this fucking show, okay? Dude, this was so perfect because I paused it. I was eating while I was watching this. So I paused it to write down superhero drop. And then I pit pause and then it reveals it was oh, and then I wrote on Doolahan. <laughs> and then I said Sal, no. <laughs> At Nino. And welcome back to my first anime, The Devil's a Part-Timer. I'm your host, Chris Bailey. Monkey, also known as Salvador. Yeah, I'm Anthony Vaught. So this week, as we said, we will be wrapping up The Devil's a Part-Timer with episodes 10 through 13. Uh, Before that, on some personal anime news, it took me until today to watch these episodes because every time I sat down to watch some anime, I just ended up watching K-On instead. And how good is K-On? K-On's, K-On rules. Okay, so who's your, I guess, best goal is the way everybody Ritsu. says it. Hands down. Surprising zero people. Yeah. Did you see how fast he answered that, too? Oh, I that mean, he, everybody, everybody has a best goal, dude. Also, Ritsu is great, dude. She's so funny and, like, actually well-rounded. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that. This episode is best goal, but um, mine's I think Mio is her name. I'm really the bad basis. with anime names. Yeah, the basis. Okay, she's fantastic. It's her, and then uh, you sister, which I think is Ui. Yeah, because she just takes care of her older sister, and she's great. Yeah, I'm really glad I watched that show. Like so much of it coming into this week, though, not only because it's great, but it gave me. It gave me a lot of perspective, I think, on why this show doesn't super land for me. The Devil's a Part-Timer, that is. Oh, okay. And But I will get in. It's a lot of broad statements, so I'll get into that at the end. But I had that epiphany going through these episodes today. Like, I finally realized what wasn't clicking. Is this your, is this your first, was it Maui anime? Is it Maui? Moe. Moe, that's what it is. Uh, which one? Uh, K-On. Maybe? I don't think Azumanga Daio would be considered Moe. Or, I haven't seen all of it, but Panty Pony Dash, I kind of enjoyed. I don't know if that would be considered Moe either. Dude, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> okay, so Moe, basically, uh, it's a category in anime. And basically, what it is, is um, it's got cute girls doing... Regular stuff. Yeah, cute girls being cute. Um, also, the first opening and first ending both fucking slap hardcore, dude. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a fun little cute show, and it's fantastic. That's it for my uh, personal anime moment. Chris's anime minute. Uh, this is Salvador's anime minute. So this is this is gonna date what time we record this, but I just watched the uh, um I'm watching the the first episode, the second half of a high which is a fantastic volleyball anime. Yes, sports animes, you guys. I watch everything. I watched uh, the first episode of Bond of Witch, which is the anime created by uh, the guy who did Bleach. And goddamn, the art looks beautiful. 
but the story is not is it's okay. It's not great. And uh, it's by the guy who did Bleach. Yeah, Boom. yeah, that's the thing too. Oh, and I I I'm caught up at Gretzico, which is uh what's it called up to three seasons. I watched the third season. That's great. At Gretzico, the first two seasons are fantastic. Third season kind of went off the deep end a little bit for me. Still a good show, but the third season was eh for me. And that's all for my anime five minutes because I did so five. Anthony, I assume you're up to episode like six or seven hundred of One Piece by this point. Uh, yeah, no, actually, I started. I started rewatching Naruto. Um, Hold on, is it? I can't. If I can't tell if this is real or not. <laughs> uh, no, I've been watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and I'm waiting for the boys to finish to binge all that. <laughs> Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is a pretty good anime. Tony yeah. Shalhoub is best waifu. Damn it! I was gonna say that. <laughs> uh, well, here goes my joke for the evening. <laughs> Stolen. <laughs> All right, Devil's a Part-Timer, episode 10. The Demon King and the Hero take a break from the daily routine. Uh, I would say they're still doing the daily routine. Yeah, kind of, actually. <laughs> uh, th- this, these couple episodes are kind of light for me as well. I'm pretty sure I skipped. I might have skipped like a couple of whole scenes in my notes, but uh, we open in McDonald's again learn that Mao is going to go help at a different location. That's the exact reaction that I was expecting from him as well. Yeah. It was so good. He's like, what? Oh, yeah. I was I, I, I was wondering why I put that in the snow. He's like, still afraid of going to Greenland. Yeah. That's a perfect Mao reaction. Based on the thumbnail for this, I thought Anthony was going to get his first beach episode. But when we did not. Uh... Nah, it's not the same. We did get girls in bikinis. I think that's the point. Yeah, but it's not a beach episode. So, turns out there's a new, or there's going to be a fair going on near another location. So, Mao is going to go help out. Or or new, like, attractions opening for something. I didn't quite get exactly what was happening. Yeah, it's just something new is hap- opening up, so they're going to be super busy. That's about it. Haunted house and a reptile exhibit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We come back to the apartment... Uh, Lucifer is researching the stuff and Mao and Alciel are just digging into that giant pile of noodles. God, it's just so funny. These noodles have survived for so long and Alciel is just eating all these noodles. I wonder if something's going to happen to him about these noodles. Yeah, I wonder if the people who wrote this suck. <laughs> I, oh I have to agree God. with you on that one, dude. I have to agree with you. <laughs> what if we completely sidelined our best character? <laughs> That'd make for a good batch of episodes, huh? Oh my god, dude! I still think the punchline for that is worth it. No, dude, I I agree. I would agree with Owens completely, dude. I completely forget they took out OCL in like these last few episodes, and goddamn, yeah. I miss him. Two episodes at the very end, he he he's back up, and I'm just like, God, I miss you, dude. You're yeah. a fantastic addition to this team. I love his comment where he's like, the wastefulness ghost will get you. And Lucifer's like, are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I actually, I think I realized, I think part of the reason LCL is my favorite character is that out of the entire cast, he's the only one who feels like he transitioned over properly, right? Like he, he's not being evil or demonic, but he still feels like he is that demon general. In the way he carries himself, 
where everyone else feels like they lost their like Enta Ilea identity, if that makes sense. Yeah, they lost what they was. Even though we don't know how Mao was. Right, but actually we don't know any of the characters. We all all we know But is he doesn't that, act like like a lord or a king or whatever. Lucifer he, they just turn him into a neat. I mean, again, we don't know what he was. Amelia never really acts heroic. Well, I disagree with that last one. Well, yeah, but it dude, it's literally in my note. <laughs> like she acts heroic for the first time ever. But yeah. It's hard because I mean she hasn't really had an opportunity because he hasn't done anything wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I know. well, that's the thing, but she could still exhibit being, like, hero qualities in other ways, the way LCL exhibits qualities of being an, a general in an army in other ways. And, and specifically the way he's supposed to be, like, super resourceful and... Yeah, when I think of, like, but when I think of their, it's a, their misidentifications from Inti Isle, she definitely does not pop up on my list. So I feel like she comes here with a mission and she is doing her mission. Or I, I guess, sorry, better of how I'm trying to say, or what I'm trying to say, a better way to say it, would be he's the only one that takes that, like, larger-than-life personality type and transitions it into the real world, or, or transitions it into Earth, where everyone else, they kind of, you, you think of heroes and demon armies and demon lords and stuff like that, you would think they'd be, their personalities would be bigger, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and the everyone who isn't LCL just becomes, like, a normal person, more or less. Susano, not so much, but she's just, like, a little out of touch. Yeah, no, that makes me, yeah. He's the one that stays, I guess, well, I guess he could just be the more interesting guy of all of them. Yeah. I don't know, that's kind of weird, because I was thinking when, like, I was listening to you talk, and I was like, well, Mal really wants to be that normal guy, though. Yeah, and actually, he, he does actually have his moments where he's, like, trying to figure out how to get customers to yeah. come or stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I guess Mao does exhibit that sometimes. I, I just wish there was more of that, I think, and that's why I like LCL so much. Sure. Yeah, he definitely exhibits the most out of all of them. Yeah, I mean, fucking Lucifer just became a fucking neat for no reason. Yeah, wait, <laughs> Lucifer, I was going, yeah, you <laughs> nail on the head. Like, he just becomes this fucking just... <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and play video games. <laughs> kind of reminds me of uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Amelia and Chiho decide to go to Hushiman as well. And Amelia, well, both of them to spy on Mao, really. Yeah. Susano also decides to tag along to spy on Mao. All for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hey, didn't we have a whole episode about Susano getting new clothes? Yeah. So what? What happened? I I think if I remember, they went to get new clothes and then they just didn't. <laughs> she had like a ton of bags. No, no. See, she did go went to get new clothes, but she got new clothes of the clothes she had. Oh my god. She didn't. She didn't get any clothes of this fashion <laughs> sensory. She she bought new clothes, but from the old century. If you get what I'm saying. I reject that. No, because um, <laughs> because in that episode, uh, Mal comments, he's like, oh, is that a new belt? Like, a new sass or belt? Whatever? And she's like, yeah, that's a new one. I, I picked this up. Hmm. Yeah. It was a good catch, but I hate it. Yep, still reject it. Susano should have been in modern clothes. No, I, I'm fine with that. I love Susano in uh, fucking whatever she is wearing, because that's a fantastic outfit for her. I do have somewhere in there that I really like Susano. I think I have my first crush. Interesting. Is this your first waifu? Is that what it is? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, look at that. Speaking of, 
anime girls and being fine with things. What the fuck are we doing? Devil's a part-timer. <laughs> we're ordering burgers. Are we? Is that what we're doing? Are we ordering burgers? <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, great. Let's move Two on to the next scene. One pound burgers, please. What the fuck? Like, okay, first of all, we, we have to talk about this fact that Susano comes in with, uh, what's called, with an old-fashioned, like, bikini, like, thing, where it's just, it's fucking right. I've never seen this in my fucking life. Have you guys seen this? Have you seen this orange? I don't think so. No, I, I, I don't know if it's a thing or not, but it looks old-fashioned, so. Actually, it was a spectrum in, uh, what's it called, those fucking white cloths. You know what I'm talking about? No. No, it's like the really old, like, they have them, like, it's white, like, it's, like, white cloth. Yeah, it's the ones that, like, uh, pull everything back. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, stuff like that. And they have, like, a white cloth thong and stuff like that. But uh, fucking Amelia's is being breast envy of Shiho, which is funny. Although, that fucking bikini's way too tight, Shiho. Like, come on. I, I didn't commit enough energy yeah, to Yeah, I didn't put scene. any thought into that. <laughs> um, so here's my thing with this whole sequence, right? I don't think I know what the joke is supposed to be. What's the joke? Like, what? Exact. Good question. Like, what are we doing? Why is this here? This is just a fucking random episode to show that everybody's having fun. No, no, no. But I mean, this part, this scene specifically. What scene? They spend enough time on it. Like, why did they put the boob in the end? Yeah. And I mean, like, I would understand. I mean, like, whatever, dude. Like, none of this stuff is even, even touches the amount of gross that Evangelion is sometimes but i don't know what you're like hopping about dude no no, i i mean this is this is like i said this isn't even that it's just i just don't think i understand what the joke was supposed to be i mean they have the bit with like oh yeah mao's not paying attention to chiho again but they also made it explicitly clear before that that oh she doesn't know what she looks like like she doesn't have the perception that her boobs are gigantic it's not like she was trying to go like, hey, Mao, look at my giant boobs. And he's like, yeah, whatever. It was just all normal. So I just don't. Well, it, this is a first. This is the first time Chio is showing herself off to Mao. And Mao just doesn't fucking care, dude. That's the joke. It's a pretty funny joke. Yeah, maybe. maybe I mean, I if, fucking, if a fucking woman much. comes up to you, we all heterosexual men. Why, you guys? Everybody raise up your hand. Uh-huh. For the most part. Also, if you're a fucking lesbian, if a fucking ghost shows up with that much fucking cleavage... Of course, anybody's going to notice. I know we are supposed to be better than that, you guys. I know we're supposed to be better, but I'm not better than that. If it fucking goes shows up that much, that, that much cleavage, it's like, of course. It just shows that fucking Mao is just not an average fucking guy. He's a fucking demon lord from a different ward that, mo- that works at McDonald's. I do not understand why, like, this whole point. I just think it's funny. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like I, Because it wasn't working for me. In terms of like humor, and I was like trying to think about it, and like, okay, why? Like, it wasn't like I said. It's it's not like an Evangelion thing where like, oh, you're going for humor, but this is actually fucking disgusting. But I was just trying to, I, I don't know. It just felt like they were trying to do like four different things, and they didn't commit to any of their joke lines, and it didn't make any sense to me. Okay, I that's probably fine with me. I, I have no complaint about that. Uh, we do get the scene where Lucifer is sick and he's in the fucking bathroom. And what's Lucifer doing, you guys? LCL. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, LCL is sick. And what's Lucifer doing? And LCL is sick. I just pictured, like, when he's doing that, <laughs> LCL is just, this is nothing. 
Uh, I don't. Uh, I think he was buying shit, wasn't he? Yeah, he was yeah, buying he was, more games. He was buying uh, <laughs> Devil Souls. Piece yeah, of shit. <laughs> he's buying games behind no bag. This kid is fucking awful. I mean, he's a fucking fallen angel. But goddamn, he's just using up all their money. God, I just got so mad every time these scenes happened. Oh my god. Just because, like, oh, LCL's still sick. Come on. <laughs> Get him, put him in. Uh, put him in. <laughs> I, I would love to see, um, what's it called? I would see, I would love to see LCL in some swimming shorts, is what Owens is trying to say. Tell you, dude, yeah, LCL and Rika should have gone. Oh my, are you still shipping those two? Fucking yeah, dude. And I'm mad that we didn't get it. Yeah. So we get the whole scene with the haunted house. Have any of you guys went to a haunted house? Um, not like a real one. No. You no. you Anthony? Yeah, I uh usually go to a couple a year. Okay. But I'm I'm just saying I'm a fucking scaredy cat, so there's no way I'm going to a haunted house unless someone is forcing me into it. But yeah, um I'm just gonna say this fucking haunted house. Fuck this place. Oh my god, fuck this place. This place is scary. I mean I wasn't ooh, this show was painted in the whole comedy element, so I wasn't really scared. But, like, if I, if I was any of those fucking three girls, I'd be fucking running out. Oh, my gosh. It's scary. Yeah, that was a pretty good... Uh, I mean, it, I was just... I was more on the humor side of watching them get scared. Yeah. It's kind of like when you... I don't know if you guys play... Like, one of my favorite pastimes is after I beat, like, a scary game, like Resident Evil or some shit... I will watch people in, like, the jump scare parts, and it just makes me so happy. <laughs> to watch other people jump as hard as I do. And uh, so that's kind of what I was in that mindset of watching people jump. And like that, they're in that little girl scene where they look up and see that other person up there. That was fantastic. Yeah, see, I thought that was great because I, I thought they were going to do like a jump scare. I'm so glad that she just turned out. I was like, oh, there she is. Um, then we get to the reptile exhibit where Chiho doesn't like lizards because she had one as a pet once. And is I guess it's kind of gross. And Amelia, Amelia has like a pretty similar experience. <laughs> Lizard's just showing up out of nowhere. <laughs> I think that's just funny to see the different um, views on lizards. Yeah, hers is fighting a basilisk while like so many things are turned to stone. Yeah. And Susano thinks they're tasty. And this was a weird part where like, I think Susano, one of them is talk. I think Susano starts to talk about uh, Ente Ila. Yeah, this is when she's talking about eating the lizards. Yeah. And Amelia is like freaking out, like, oh, wait, don't tell her about Ete Ila, but does she basically already know all yeah, that stuff? Yeah, she knows. I don't know what's the point of that. Okay. They're going through the reptile exhibit, and Amelia bumps a mate in its guy, and he drops his keys. Wonder what's going to happen next. That can't be important. And the monkey <laughs> scampers off, grabs the keys, and uh oh. Yeah, after Mao um, delivers it's food Sal to the- grabbing the keys. Yep. It's me. And then uh, we learned that the monkey is named Sadao, which I thought was actually one. Like, on reflection, I actually really like this bit. The handler finding his monkey and then them, like, all converging because they were legitimately just messing with Mao. Yeah. Like, the three of them, they weren't just, like, being like, oh, look at the cute monkey and, like, unintentionally doing it. They were like, yeah, this monkey has the same name as him. Let's fuck with him. (laughs) I thought that was good, too. Uh, and then, of course, the alligators are in the pool. And they're going to eat everyone. And that was a lot of alligators, you guys. Is that an alligator or a crocodile? They said alligators. Okay, what's the difference? Anybody know? I don't know. Anthony, you're from the south. What's the difference? 
I don't know the difference. Okay, well, good to know. There, uh, there, there is a difference. I don't know it. Here, let me actually hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, no, guys, I know the difference. Alligators have U-shaped faces, wide and short. Crocodiles are slender, almost V-shaped muzzles. Do not Google crocodiles versus alligators. This is not what you will immediately find. Okay. <laughs> They're the same fucking dinosaurs. I don't know. Oh wait, no, guys. But I was just looking at my the rest of my notes, and I just realized something. So the alligators come out. Everyone runs away. Mao goes and uses his magic to like control them. Control them, I guess. I thought he was. I thought he was gonna like make them all explode or something. But and then we see. I forget it, who it's with, but we see an angel feather, and surprise, it's the SFC manager is the cloak guy. And here's another reason why. Do you guys recall the first time we saw an angel feather? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, it was in Miriam's bathroom. Uh-huh. I don't think it's the same person, dude. Then what was the point of that first one? To show that she's part angel. But we already do that. Is that why you got all depressing? Yeah. I don't think so, like, dude. I think just no, by, oh. like, the the law of storytelling means that that's, that he was just chilling watching her bathe. Oh, first of all, we all know that uh, Emilio's not his type. He, he, he prefers Chiho. We, we know the reason why he prefers Chiho. Well, he prefers Kasaki. No, he's a ladies' man, first and foremost. He makes that known uh, multiple times. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and put this out there as well. The less we talk about this guy, the happier I will be. Okay, great. Same. Let's blow past it. Uh, what We go back to the apartment. I really don't remember anything that happens in this scene. Uh, the jungle package comes and ACL's in the bathroom and he's like, tell me what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like his leg, someone's legs were asleep. I forgot if it was ACL's or I think, was it ACL? Oh, it was, yeah, it, uh, it, was a- it was Lucifer's. Because Lucifer is sitting on his knees all day on his computer, and he gets yeah. up to get his package, and his legs are asleep, so he falls over. Yeah. Oh, that's right. ACL probably grabbed the package before him, didn't he? Uh, I think Mao did, but yeah. Are we good on episode 10? Yeah, there's not really much to talk about in episode 10. Yeah. Episode 11! The hero stays true to her convictions. First of all, we open on some more absolute horse and dog shit. Because LCL is still sick. Oh, dude, dude. my Literally, my note is LCL is still sick. Ugh. I really do miss him. Man, you really miss him in these episodes. Yeah, man. He is... He's the funniest part of the show. Yeah. Like, by a long shot for me. Me, Kitty... Sends them a bunch of stuff to sell at the Summer Bazaar. This is random as fuck. We don't even get a payoff in these fucking bazaar, right? No, yeah, I just kind of realized that too. Like, nothing happens with this. Yeah, this is just dumb as fuck. I I think this is just to show that uh, Susano is helping out the devil. Yeah. I guess this is what the whole point is. Sure. Uh, yeah, I would have enjoyed an episode of them, like, trying to sell stuff at a bazaar, getting to see all their different haggling ways. Actually, that would be really fun, actually. Although, I think Hawaiian stuff sells really well in Japan. I might be wrong, though, but, you know I mean? It's something new, something people haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, we learn more about Entei-Ila's stuff. Death Scythe Bell, my favorite Gundam. That's a good joke, if you've seen Gundam Wing. Swing and a miss here, bud. (laughs) It's a great joke. Don't worry. All the fans are laughing. <laughs> okay. Uh, she, we see that she's basically like an executioner. They call her a bailiff. 
she poisons the wine of a bunch of people and her weapon is a big hammer, which Anthony, if you're unaware, is a trope in anime. Little girl has big hammer as weapon. Really? I did not know about this trope. Or not necessarily big hammer, but like oversized weapon. Weapon. Okay. Yeah. Hammer a lot, but I, I do love hammers, but whole hammer is not good. It look, it's so bad because the fucking handle is so skinny. It needs to be thicker. Am I the only one who like thinks that? I like it because it looks kind of like a fun squeaky mallet. Okay. Hee <laughs> <laughs> haw. Oh. somebody on the head. Also, so I'm just going to say this. So I've been playing a lot of Among Us. I think everybody in here has been playing a lot of Among Us. Among Us? What's that? They're not sponsoring us. Don't you dare. Shit, I tried. <laughs> but uh, so we get that scene where what's called? We see that the guard is dead and um, Susano is fucking walking up to the door. And all I could think was, oh, who could kill cooldown is down. Like, <laughs> that's all I could think about. It was just like, who's kill, who kill cooldown? I was like, this is the dumbest shit ever. Like, I'm just playing way too Among Us. So I'm just thinking about this fucking kill cooldown. Susano sus. She found the body. <laughs> Self-report. Found him <laughs> outside of lights. <laughs> I feel like Susano would take the, take the Lily Pichu approach to being uh, <laughs> suspected. <laughs> Just yell, it's not me, and hope it works. It's not me. We learned that Lucifer has put a tracking device on Amelia, which, sure, <laughs> that tracks. I mean, it makes sense. There, there was that scene with Lucifer with Amelia's uh, post, if you guys remember. Yeah. Uh, we do get the scene with Olga and Susano together, which is like, oh, this is what we probably know. Susano is not in the white right pl- Like, she's fighting for the wrong side. Yeah. We see some of the things that they're selling at the bazaar, including pineapple, macadamia, spam, and guava juice with a note that says, eat them all together. <laughs> Which, does anyone know if that's an actual thing in Hawaii? What do you mean? Like that combination of food. I just thought that means like bring everybody together and eat this. No, because they had a bunch. Like there was, I think they were going to sell set, the idea is to sell kits of them or something. Oh, okay. You might be right about that then. I mean, obviously pineapple you associate with Hawaii. I think spam is like actually a big Hawaii thing too. It is they have a spam festival in Hawaii. The hell? I feel like I do and do not want to go to that simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they do have a spam festival. It's like really big over there. This is where Susano is meeting with the with Sariel. Uh we get a bunch of church plotting, which I'm happy to blow past that if you guys are That's Chris's favorite thing. Go ahead, bud. Jump into it. <laughs> I literally just wrote church plotting. Dude, seriously, this sorts is so fucking bad, dude, guys. Oh, my gosh. Uh, also, we get that fucking meeting with the guys. It's like, yeah, we decided not, not to help so the shorts would look more bad. Yeah. Well, uh, that was when she killed everybody. Yeah. It's just like the all this is just so fucking bad. And then the shorts is talking about how, oh, well, you see, these guys are the ones that's uh, punishing people softly. I mean, harshly. We're not the people that do that, though. I'm just saying, uh, when the demon when the demon king was going to take over everybody, it made more sense than uh, fuck these people. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, they suck. Good news, guys. LCL is still sick. <laughs> and then we get into basically uh, manifested in this anime, me and Monkey arguing about how, whether Mao or not makes sense as a character. <laughs> With uh, Suzuno and Chiho. Arguing about Mao. Because my, my two notes are literally, Susano isn't wrong, though. 
and Chiho employing the Sal defense. <laughs> employing the Sal defense. Yeah, because Suzuno is basically saying like, yeah, but you can see that he could use his magic a bunch. What about when he decides to like do bad shit with his magic? Because I've seen him do it. And Chiho's like, yeah, but you don't know that he's bad. I'm just saying, if we can have this discussion now, I'm about to throw gloves. Um, first of all, dude, you, you know who else made that point, Owens? No. Luthor from fucking Superman, okay? You're siding with Luthor. Okay, I'm siding with Superman. Who's a better person? Superman, okay? Depends what canon you're looking at. Um, if you look at the uh, Injustice universe or uh, all the ones where Superman kills all the people because he's Superman. Oh my gosh, this guy's sticking up for Luthor? Listen, I'm just saying, Susano's got a point. Well, to be fair, Susano did see Mao conquer her entire world. Yeah, and Susano is also seeing the fucking swords people being dipshits, and she's not worried about that. I mean, that could be an argument made at episode 13 or 12. No, it could be made now, because because she's seen her swords people being bad. She's seen it several times. People are fucking evil, Owens, okay? Well, but but this is this specific conversation and this specific point isn't Mao versus Church. All I'm just saying is Mao is in this fucking universe and he's not doing anything bad. Let's wait until he does something bad, you guys. Let's not Tom Cruise this. I don't know what movie we're talking about, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Not a clue. Minority Report. Yes, that one. Well, I just want to mention this. Like, I think if there's any point to deeply discuss in this anime, it's this one that we're talking about. Well, I feel that's the thing. I feel like my feelings on Mao's characterization are well documented. Yeah. And I they're not gonna change. And I feel like that's how we all feel. Yeah. I I could be swayed because I'm in the middle of like I'm watching from the outside in. I'm watching the church people do terrible things under the name of the church. And then I'm watching. But but again, this isn't about Mao versus Church. It, it's about Mao being a known, effectively conqueror, mass murderer. See, I think you're grasping there. How am I grasping? Because he's called the Demon King. Uh huh. He's not called the Serial Killer King. <clears throat> okay, but co- conquering is not generally peaceful. Uh, no, but and I'm not. My whole point involves talking about the church. Okay, but this isn't about the church. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. He's talking yes, about he's is. talking about the fact that Mao. Is, no, he's talking about the fact that Mao is a bad guy. So we should not um, we should not ease up on him. We should we should give him punishment because he is a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying in the context of this anime, when you say a church, right? And angels, they're supposed to be good people. Well, we get pretty established that the church and the angels are not bad people. So why is it so hard to? think that the demon king can't be an innately okay person actually that's a good point Anthony. i know it's a good point uh wait no i don't think i understood the point so say it again sorry in this anime we have church and angels uh-huh. relatively good things and then we also have demon Meh. king and conquering relatively bad things mm-hmm. on on surface right sure well we're led to believe the ain't we're not led we're shown that the churches and the angels are trash people uh huh. So why can't we also say that the Demon King can be an innately okay person, based on that logic right there? Well, okay. Oh, I, I, so I'm, you sorry. Wanna... I'm sorry. My head is on the fucking table because my head is blown. Anthony, that's the smartest thing you ever said. Anything Owens is gonna say is bad. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to keep going with the metatextual, which is kind of the brunt of my argument, uh, throughout history and through a lot of even uh, 
religious texts, religion, angels, uh, figureheads of religion are typically not seen as good. They're seen as arbiters of punishment, uh, death, plague. They're, they're seen as judges, juries, executioners. They're not seen as like paragons of virtue. And even removing like the mythological figures behind a lot of religion, religion itself throughout history has typically been a weapon and a tool for conquering. Do you think that, that, all, that all that stuff applies to this anime when they say the word church? When they mention the word church, and they, they, what do they want you to feel? Considering the way they've characterized the church, I definitely think they want us to think of evil churches. They don't want us to think of piety. Whether, uh, Well, honestly, to be fair, okay, no, I no, think no, they no, did. Fair. No, no, no. Well, what I'm going to say is I don't think when they made this, they intended that. I thought, I think they probably thought we're going to make a show about, or I'm going to make a light novel or whatever about the Demon King getting a part-time job. What's diametrically opposed to a demon king. Listen, I have a bit later Angels. that I was getting into this where I was like, all right, there's five people writing the stuff about McDonald's and the hard stuff. And then there's one dude in the back, like his name. It's like, all right, so what about the NTL? And they're like, Bill, whatever you write, we're going to put in. It doesn't matter. Just let us work on this. <laughs> yeah. You do that. But, and then my counterpoint to that argument, then if church is bad, right, then the opposite who fights them is innately good. So either way. Well, that's not true because that's applying a universalism of good and bad. They can both, turns out two things can be bad. And still fight each other? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I got, I, 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 from two different points I see that I just made, I am on the side that he is an innately okay person and that's fine with me. And then I've seen one of your counterpoints that makes sense. Like, I mean, he is the Demon King and it's established that, yeah, whatever, but like, that is showing, or, or that is telling us that he's good, but that we're literally being shown that he's not. And I'm going to take what I see in front of me. Sure. And I totally understand that. And again, my my entire hang up with this is that we didn't ever get anything to even hint that he was an okay guy as the Demon King. We didn't really see much in terms of him being a bad guy as the Demon King. We just saw him fighting. Yeah, we just saw him fighting the hero basically in Inti Island. That's it. But if you want me to believe that the Demon King is a good guy, just show me it once or twice. That's it. They did. Not not in Entei Isles, no. Oh, in Inti, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see him being the Demon King and also chill and cool. In his previous, yeah. <laughs> That's the only way I believe that. And then, Actually, that brings me to another point that I just made. I mean, I know this is probably getting a little bit deeper than the, the writers anticipated, but what if that's the, like, he lost and he's like, you know what, I'm just going to stay on Earth and I'm just going to turn over a new leaf-ish. Yeah, that'd be cool, too, honestly, if if they had given him even just, like, a throwaway line where he was just, like, lying in bed, like, fuck, I lost. Oh, well, <laughs> time to do something else. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, because the, the fact that, like, well, I mean, we'll, I guess we'll go and touch it now. Like, he's just, he's on it the mo- 90% of the time, right? Mm-hmm. He just doesn't, like, he's being the goofy Earth person, but, like, when it's time to man up, like, he's like, I right, look, like, when he explains to Susano in episode 12, right? Yep. Yeah, all the shit. And he's 100% right on all of it. And he's done that a couple times already. Wait, what was my point? No, I, I know exactly what your point is. Malbest waifu. Yeah. And also, and we kind of got here from like, yeah, the, the perspective of like the other characters in towards him totally makes sense. Yeah, I think that's what uh, this is hinting toward is I, I got major like stereotypically good versus stereotypically evil. And then everyone's in the gray area. 
And then how do you feel because of it? Yeah, sure. And that's a big theme in this. And I think the only way to do that is to show a demon king like this. Yeah, I guess. Against a church who's evil. So, I mean, I it's it may not be the best. I could see, definitely see them. Well, yeah, we just, I don't know, maybe the bill decided. Like, <laughs> he decided that this was going to happen to NT. And then maybe they, he did make that part. And they were just like, no, nah, no, nah, you're taking away our uh, Doolahan joke in page 14. So you're out. <laughs> Um, and I will say, uh, again, kind of from like, a, I guess a metatextual perspective, like gray area is very big in a lot of anime and JRPGs, or at least a, little, a lot of the ones that I play or watch, or maybe not so much anime, but like a lot of JRPGs. And there's definitely a lot of like demons are bad, but yes, churches are also bad. Like there's a lot of evil churches. <laughs> uh... Episode yes, 12. And then, and no, no, no. Actually, just to kind of put a nice bow on this, because ultimately, like, I land where Amelia does on this. Like, I totally get why they see Mal the way they do. And again, I don't fully buy his characterization. But I wrote um, Amelia finally acting like a hero because she stands up to Susano and is basically like, look, I'm gonna hang out here i'm gonna watch him and as soon as he fucks up he's done but until then like who's to say he hasn't become good or whatever right and like that her job is to protect people and she has she's kind of separating sato mao from from satan and doesn't see sato mao as a villain but as soon as he reverts to satan she has no qualms about killing him I have nothing to add. <laughs> okay. Scythe guy comes back. Surprise. It's it's James from Team Rocket. Oh, uh, those those something I want to discuss about though. So um there was a conversation between Mal and LCL LCL should go to the hospital or not. And whether if they want to call an ambulance. Mm-hmm. Mal says, What about private ambulance? You guys know what fucking private ambulance is? An Uber. That's literally what I was thinking to say. Really? Okay. No, dude, I, 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 I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. And now she was like, that's more expensive. I just thought that was a very interesting thing, but I was just wondering what a fucking private ambulance is in Japan. And then we can talk about the fucking angel guy, this fucking asshole. Yeah, I mean, he shows up, whatever, it's him. And Gio calls Mao, and for some reason he gets very freaked out by getting a phone call. Uh, Chio didn't call Mao, it was Chio's mother. Oh, yeah, right. And then he was like, why, why are you calling? I haven't done anything wrong. But he get, he gets freaked out by it even calling. Like, why would he have her number in his phone? Because it's Chio's mother. Chio's mother call, is calling him. So he's like, why, why the fuck is Chio's mother calling me? Like, I haven't done anything to Chio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe. I, I, yeah. You okay, got that, that insta guilt. Yeah, it's instant guilt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. And then he picks up and realizes Chio is not there. And he called Lucifer. And Lucifer's like, yeah, this guy, this fucking angel guy, he doesn't work for Kentucky Fried Chicken. He's like, oh, then tell me where he's at. And then Lucifer has a fucking tracking thing. And then fucking Mao gets on fucking Doolahan. And he's bringing in Broom. Which I don't know what this fucking Broom is doing. But he's bringing a Broom and he's heading towards uh, the people. And um, what's cut? And he's going to become the Demon King. He's not the hero. He's the demon king, you guys. That's the end. Uh, well, the the very end is we see. No, we, we can we can forget uh, about this guy. Uh, LCL is in the hospital, and Olba also wakes up in the hospital. 
Episode 12, the Demon King fulfills his duty. LCL wakes up in the hospital. He starts walking around, gets sucker punched by Olga. Oh, no, no, no. We have to talk more about this fucking scene. Okay, go ahead. You gonna talk about the nurse waifu? No, it's the fact that fucking LCL is so worried about Yeah, he's doing LCL money. things. Why are you not on this, Orange? Yeah, it's so great, though. I'm just saying it's great. That he, he, he asked the nurse, is this covered by the public health insurance? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I just think that's funny. And then she's like, she's I'll like, give you another bag. He's like, no. Yeah, exactly. Are we going to pass that, Paul? Instead, we're going to go fucking elbow someone up and suckle punching LCL? That's what we're going to talk about? I think I didn't write... Anything for that part because it made me depressed living in the U.S. in 2020. Oh, my God. Because, <laughs> yeah, he's totally right. Uh, Amelia has been captured, and that's because Sariel wants better halfback. So he's just zapping her with lasers. Those are dicks. Trying to get, get her to summon better half, I guess. I hate him. Do you think do you think that she can't summon it or she's not willing to summon it? I think she's just not willing to summon it. Okay. Also, um, this is this a very interesting point. Um, the sword shouldn't be in human hands, which I think we can all discuss the angel is an asshole. But you did say the heaven collectively thinks so. So just saying the heaven, the people in the heavens think the sword should be with them instead of with the human goal. Well, okay, but they said earlier that a half human, half angel is the only person who can wield this sword. Yeah, but uh, it might be the fact that the sword might had the sword. Yeah, but what are they going to do with it? They can't wield it. They, they could just take it. Yeah, I think they're like not going to use it as a weapon. They're not going to wield it as a weapon, but they can probably just take it away from her. Yeah. And give it to someone else who can use it as a weapon. Yeah. Also, can, can you take away a weapon from someone when they're a means of acquiring it is materializing it? Uh, apparently so. Yeah, it works. It, I feel like if she handed it over, she could just take it back. I'm just saying, these people are fucking gods, dude. I don't know why you're probably trying to put logic into this. They're angels, not gods. They're messengers of gods, aren't they? What the fuck are angels? Some, would someone like to discuss me what the fucking angel is? Uh, apparently a bag of dicks. <laughs> good one, Anthony, good one. Sariel's being a fucking creep, like... Honestly, this scene had no place in this show. Oh, he has to get the sword somehow. Yeah, but this, like, wasn't... Especially since they, like, then try to play it off as, like... They tried to punchline it like this was supposed to be funny. Yeah. This scene fucking sucks. I, yeah, I just... That's the only thing. If they would have taken out that one scene where he, like, sexualizes both of them in, like, about five seconds, that just that five seconds, that would have been, like, uh, been okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should note that Suzuno is, like, with him. She has ostensibly taken his side in this. I mean, she, she, she is like a follower of the religion. It would make sense. They would see what yeah. take this side of him. Uh, Mao shows up. Uh, there's a barrier. He breaks it down with his magic. And then Suzano jumps down to go fight him. I do want to mention after uh, he breaks that barrier, he's like, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have any magic. That's, uh, that's kind of why I was establishing. Making sure everyone okay. remembers. Uh... Doolahan dies. No one cares. <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck you, dude. What's wrong with you? Doolahan <laughs> is one of the most important in this fucking show, okay? Dude, this was so perfect because I paused it. I was eating while I was watching this. So I paused it to write down superhero drop. And then I pause and then it reveals it was, oh, and then I wrote on Doolahan. 
<laughs> that's what Sal knows. <laughs> Anthony knows. I just wanted to be happy. <laughs> and then my next note is get mentally fucked, Susano. I think you're talking about his big speech. Yeah, Demon King just starts going in. Yeah, but before that, he takes off his uniform. Because if he ruins it or gets it dirty, he has to pay for yep. it. <laughs> and then, of, of course, all the women are saying hentai th- throughout the entire time. Yeah. Which, hentai has like four different yeah. meanings. I only know one. It basically, it it's, I mean, it's the way we can use the word pervert to mean like a few different things. So like we could say pervert or pervert. It's how the emphasis. You have a perverted mind or you're a pervert. No, no, no. Like if you pervert something, you, um, you bastardize it. You, you malform it. You, you change really? something in, in a certain way. I didn't way. know that was a word. If you pervert something, it doesn't have to be sexual, but it's typically like a, in a grotesque or obscene or displeasing way. Um, but if we call someone a pervert, obviously that is purely like they're a sex creep. I just learned that today. Yeah. Wow. The more you know. Oh, there's a, there's a point that I want to uh, bring across, and this was the conversation between with a whole group on top. I don't know if it was Chiho or Mary who said it, but they said, um, what's it called? Mary and um, Mao is um, both on top, both in another ward. Like, what's the point of killing them anyways? You know what I mean? Which I just thought it was a decent point. Oh, they could always come. If they get enough power, they could come back, though. Yeah, but we can we can clearly see Mao is not wanting to come back. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. I don't know if Sariel knows that. No, Sariel doesn't know that. Amelia pretty much does. Yeah, well, uh, Sariel, I bet Susano had this conversation with him, and Sariel just doesn't fucking care. I think that's the point, though. Yeah. I do like the fact that, um, what's called? So Mal basically said, basically says to Susano, yeah, of course I knew you was from Inti, Inti, Ila, I think. Oh, he's like, of course I knew you was from Dell. In what would a Japanese maiden come into an all male household and just start cooking for them? Yeah, exactly. And he's like, "But I thought you were good at cooking, so I let it happen." Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Mao goes to the whole speech about how if you fight Dodo and get what you want, how you're different from the demons, which I just think is a fantastic point. I mean, these people, this fucking angel can fly, and all he wants to do is fucking steal a fucking sword from this um from Emilia. You have so much going for you. I mean, you are a little bit short, but come on. And you know how to use a scythe decently well, but like, dude, you could do so much stuff. And also, he needs to pr- protect his Nakama. Oh, also, put down Mao laying down facts. Yeah, kind of. But I mean, to, to go back to like what we said about, I guess, anime tropes, this is just like your... This is a shonen ass yep. hero speech. Yep. The guy who's like, well, you might not think I'm great, but are you any better than me if blah, 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 and I'm going to protect my friends. And like, yeah, sure. But this is just like every shonen hero ever has given this speech. Yeah. Uh, Serio is like the angel of the moon or he gets all his fucking power from the moon. Mao is talking about how he has to protect his underlings, which is funny. Yeah. I did uh, what's called fucking... Um, Chiho and Emilio are fucking yelling at him about all the perverted things he's saying, which I just think is fucking funny. Oh, no, that sucks. Really? I just thought it was yeah. funny. No, it was awful. Oh, yeah, because he opened up Emilio's sword. I mean, how is he going to get the sword, though? No, th- this is the exact scene Anthony was talking about before. Where it's Yeah, like, this is the scene I meant to talk about, or this is the one I was referring to, and I was like, I hate this scene. Yeah. 
I don't think this, they should have they should have cut this scene. I literally just wrote Sariel is you. Have you guys ever seen that Canadian show, uh, the comedy where they're in rural Canada? It's, uh, oh, are you talking about Letterkenny? Yeah, Letterkenny. Yeah. No. There's a saying where he's like, let's take it down there about 20% there, Squirrely Dan. And like that's a common saying in the whole thing is take it down about certain percents or whatever. And, and I wrote down, let's take it down about 100% there, Serial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, before the scene does happen, Olba goes over to Lucifer. He's like, team up with me again, and I can get you back into heaven. And Lucifer's like, sure. Did you guys think he was going to? No. I didn't either. Um, and also, like, to punctuate that rooftop scene, Amelia basically gives the exact same speech that Mao did. For some reason. Oh, yeah. See, he does talk about how uh, since Mao is a supervisor of Jiho, that he's going to do everything in his power to protect her. Which, yeah, man, this supervisor thing is the dumbest shit ever, and it's so funny. Yeah, that's not how the corporate world works at all. <laughs> I don't know if somehow these writers have never had a boss, but hey, my man, they're leaving you on that rooftop, and they're saying, why didn't you come into work? I think they were trying to make it funny instead of saying French. I think they were doing this as the, the devil's a part-timer twist on that Shonen speech. Yeah, probably. Because, like, you could literally replace coworker with friend. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's funnier with the supervisor thing, dude. Exactly. So and I think that's what, yeah, that's why they... No, they, I completely agree. And, and then we see a scene with Mal climbing the fucking stairs. Which is the funniest thing ever. Because he's so tired. Dude, when he just <laughs> when he just started jogging off from Susano and his boxers, that was so funny. Yeah. Um, I'm a little kind of disappointed that with how much they give to, like, the lore and stuff that they didn't spend more time on fight scenes. Yeah, I wish they did more fight scenes. Like, I did. I wish it was better. I did not really tell... Basically, the fight scenes were a bunch of flashing lights. It's not actual fighting. Like, the very beginning was a really good fight between uh, Mao and uh, Emilia, I w- is what I would say. Yeah. But in this one, they're just blowing up fucking lights, and they're not really doing anything. Yeah, we just got a little bit of a laser fight. Um, we Mao gets bounced around a little bit. Uh, we see Olba drink some magic juice. With, I don't know how he would know if it was fucking magic juice, but why would I bring logic to an anime about a demon who wants to work at McDonald's? Mm. Um, also, um, what's it called? The sword is heaven's treasure, which is a very interesting fact. I thought it was called something else. It's better half. But it, it's like supposed to be this, like I don't know, special sacred sword or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Chio is so glad that Mao is, is dealt to protect her, but uh, Mao is like, yeah, it's because I'm your supervisor is why I'm protecting you. And then you see me. You see, like, Teal's on Wait Chios a second, thing. Chris. You yeah, don't want to try to pull logic out of King Rapey Pants unbuttoning and pulling a sword out of someone's breast and her supervisor coming to help save them. Oh, yeah, first of all. Who's a demon king? <laughs> nope. How is he going to get to the sword? He has to get it with the skin, right? I mean, I guess no, he could do it with the gonna... stomach. Uh, I think you're reading into that one. I think he was just being weird. Yeah, absolutely. Don't don't defend Sariel. You're not on the right side of history on this one. I do think there's a correct way to extract the sword, and I don't think that that was it. I'm just saying, dude, when you're doing, uh, what's called, CPR, you have to unbutton the sword, right? Like, it's a proven fact. It's not like he's opening up a cabal. Serio is a fucking awful angel. I can't even say human being, but I'm just saying, it's like, okay, it's like, it would make sense in my head. Oh, you're alone on that one. Yeah, I mean... He's just being King Rapey Pants. Yep. Wagahara, I forget his first name. I do join the, the, the fight 
scene. <laughs> Millie gets caught. Like he pulls her down. She's like, "You take this one. I'm tired." <laughs> oh no! Yeah. No. Um, so- no. Wait. Hold. Hold on. We're, we we're not there yet. Because there is actually a bit in that I also very much like. Um, so Olba's bringing the moon closer. People are panicking, starting to panic below, and Lucifer has like hacked the streetlights to basically hold everyone there to create as much concentrated panic as possible so Mao can get his power. And Mao gets big. Again, Mao powers up. God, look at those abs. <laughs> Lucifer asks for Olba's, or asks Olba for Amelia's bag back. More laser fights. They do some replacement jitsus. Oh, uh, Lucifer does also uppercut Olba at some point. I neglected to write that. Um, LCO is coming back to life. You realize that he's a demon. Mm-hmm. The substitute G2, I fucking love. This is how fucking smart Mao is. Mao knows that this fucking angel guy is going to play fucking D, fucking Doherty, even though he's a fucking angel and he's going to try to grab Chiho. So what does Mao do? Becomes Chiho. And it's fantastic. And he knocks Amelia now out of the fucking bu- uh, top of the building, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he floats back and he starts to give his speech, his I'm going to defeat you speech. And Amelia interrupts him real quick. Be like, dude, put me down. Yeah, that was good. You know, he's like, oh, what what was that? He's like, uh, yeah, she says he's tired or something like that. Uh, I don't know what Mao does, but Mao says, like, can you close your shirt or something like that? Like, you're showing. He says your shirt is open. Oh, yeah, your shirt is open. And then he comes back down and you see a hand on his fucking face because Amelia, of course, hit him. Oh, I didn't notice that. I, oh, yeah, no, I noticed the handprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah he okay. has a handprint. And then we get the fucking. Um, the comment about, I think Amelia says, oh, you're going to fight in your underwear? And then Mao's like, my my uh, my underwear is made from, like, double fabric. It's very flexible and reliable. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he does a fucking pose afterwards. Like, oh, my, what? What? The, why is he so, like, happy about his fucking underwear? Because it's good underwear, dude. I guess so. Would have been out of character if he wasn't happy about his underwear. This would be a great time to show up our sponsor, MeUndies. Or Duluth, whoever wants to give us more money. <laughs> Something that Sirius says, which I think is very interesting. So, I think what he says is that uh, the Inquisition, which is the fucking group that I guess everybody belongs to, follows the god of death. Uh, he was he was calling Susano the god of death, I think. Really? I thought he said that they was following the god of death. I might be wrong, but I just think that's a point. I may have read it wrong, like literally read it wrong, like the text, <laughs> but... Uh, the way I literally read it is um, that the, he was calling her the god of death because, you know, she's like the big assassin person. Plus, when he loses, he says something, something. I'm one of your sheep god. Not he didn't specify a specific one. So that leads me to believe it's more of a m- mono monotheistic. Thank you. Monotheistic. They they follow some monotheism or theistic religion. Yeah, I actually didn't pay attention to if God was capitalized or not. All right, so uh, Syria loses the fight because why did he lose the fight? Because Mao hit him, and and then Mao no Mao makes his big sword. Remember, he made that really cool sword and had that really cool face. I was actually it was pretty cool. Yeah, but did the moon go away or something like that? No, Mao's just that fucking strong. Yeah, he is the demon king. Yeah, he makes a big sword, and we don't really see anything happen, but then we just see uh, Sariel upside down. You, you give, he gives him an option. He's like, I, I give you two options. You can either go home with your tail between your legs, or I can beat you up. <laughs> and he gets beaten up. 
And then just in time to save the day, LCL comes in. I love this scene so much. My man went back home to get his cape. Tell me that punchline callback wasn't worth it. Look me in the face and tell me that him being gone for two episodes <laughs> wasn't worth that scene. It was not worth it that scene. But God, oh, I loved it so, so much. Good. I do also enjoy that like as uh, Mao's yelling at him and we're getting like the end of episode pan out. He's also like, I brought your cape too though. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's like, I had to get your cape too. Yeah, and then he's like, "Why didn't you come over here? Like the whole battle's over, LCL. Like, what are you doing?" He's like, "Yeah, I brought you Cape Tear," and he's like, "He's like, I'm a despicable being or something like that." Like, he's all sad yeah. the fact that he wasn't there to uh, help. Poor LCL. Are we good on episode twelve? I'm great. Yeah, I'm just saying episode twelve was actually a pretty good episode. All right, let's move on to the finale, episode 13, The Demon King and Hero Do Some Honest Hard Work. We open on a tearful scene on the rooftop. Mao has to go back to Entei Isle. Did you guys think this was true? No. Okay. <laughs> Anthony? No. Okay. I wrote down, I hope Sal's okay with all these muscles. And then, like, the next scene right after is the manager, and I hope, I hope Chris is okay, too. <laughs> oh, I'm not. More manager. That's what we needed in the show. Yeah, I mean, we we he kisses Chiho on the head before leaving, and then of course she wakes up because it was a dream. And she's telling Mao about the story. Yeah, and then she gets all flustered because Mao's like, "Does anything happen afterwards after I go through the portal?" And she's like, "No." And then Suzuno and Chiho cover for Mao for why he had to leave work with a broom. Something I do want to discuss. Um, what's card? So we do get the point that Mao fixed everything again, so he doesn't have no demon powers again. He did open up a pedal portal full cereal and uh-huh. throw him in like a fucking bag of cats. I, I don't know what's a good throwing thing. But he just fucking threw it. Not a bag thing. of cats, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what's a good thing about it, but you get what I'm saying. He yeah. just basically just fucking threw bag it. Bag of dicks. Which is extra funny because... He could have just gone through it if he wanted to leave. <laughs> and in that scene, he's playing, no, I didn't have enough magic because I did all this. I made the gate to throw him back through. I fixed everything. And then we see the sad, sad sight of Dullahan. It's still destroyed. It's still destroyed. They haven't fixed it. And then we discover, after the whole covering forum scene, Sariel is in the fridge in the McDonald's for some reason. I hated this scene. I don't understand the placement of it. Were, uh, were you also super jealous of Sario? What? The manager steps on him. Super jealous Sar- No. <laughs> I don't understand why this scene was in this entire series. Yeah, I don't either. I th- See, I think uh, that's the problem with anime. They will create really shitty characters that they think are funny, and then they never go away. And those characters never get better. Looking at you, Mineta. <laughs> wow. Although I personally, I think he's fine. I don't like the laser guy so much. Uh, Do you guys know why he's back in the fridge? Yeah, because some, like, gay shit. Yeah, they were like, something about the thing made the portal occur in McDonald's. Something about the tree outside. Yeah. And okay. I was like, dude, no, y'all saw him, like, y'all threw him. Write him off. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, is there something in uh, anime or uh, Japan lore, I guess, that, um, why the fuck they won't leave Greenland alone? <laughs> No, I think that was just a random joke. Just a callback? Yeah. Which, I get. yeah, that brings us to Amelia's dream where she sees that. Like, oh no, Mao has conquered Japan, and now he's going to go conquer Greenland next. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. And we get the scene when fucking Susano is feeding 
feeding yeah, Susan Mao. Is feeding Mao. Uh, while while Chiho is cooking dinner, Pikamiya goes to the fucking door and she sees all of this. Getting super and Chiho is mad at Susan though because Susan is feeding him. Mm-hmm. And Lucifer is just on his fucking ta- laptop. And he says to Chiho, "Be careful for you letting your feelings show." Which I think is fantastic. Yeah, he doesn't mm-hmm. even move. Turn around. He's like, "You're letting your true feelings show, Chiho." <laughs> so good. I like that this argument then leads to Chiho God. Tell us who's dare you want who we want to eat. And he's like, Well, it'd be really helpful if you guys would alternate. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it would help with my dinner budget. <laughs> I have a really fun note here. Yeah, go ahead. This is where I around this time of this episode, this is where it hit me. <laughs> if they don't fucking explain this landlady. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And then the next note was Actually, you know what? I don't want them to explain this landlady. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm kind of a both minds as well. I was like, I'll be so happy and mad if they explain or don't explain. Like, I will. There's nothing they could do about this landlady that would now make it okay. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> we don't get anything. <laughs> I wish they would have ended it right here. Yeah, this would have been a much better ending scene. Well, no, I love the boxes. I actually, love- I kind of like the ending scene. I like the yeah. credit scene at the end. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of like both endings. Boxes story thing. Like what? Well, what hold you? on. Before we get into that, yeah, we 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 we're, gonna, we're not going to discuss one of the things I was looking forward to. I was like, where's this fucking box scene? Because I fucking love this box scene. Why? Well, we'll talk about it in a sec. No, yeah. Before we get to the boxes, we get. I think for me, maybe the most disappointing scene in the entire series, because LCL requests leave time, and we quickly learn what that's going to be for. But in my heart of hearts, I was sincerely hoping that he was going to be going on a date with Rika. Dude, they, they talked one time. What is with you? Yeah, but they were into each other. No, they was. Alcio was not into Rika. Rika was into Yeah, but he could have been. We well, she could have asked him. Rika's totally the type of girl that would ask him out. And hey. he probably would have been like, yeah, that's. let me clear it with Mao first. And <laughs> Could you imagine what she had? Alcio would be like, yeah, but you have to pay for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was ever totally yeah, that. Yeah, he would say, first let me clear it with my sire, and also we're splitting the bill. <laughs> yeah, he would he would I'll, say that. I'll bring my own dinner to the restaurant. It'll be those fu- he'll bring those fucking noodles with him. If the rest of this episode was LCL going on a deep date with Rika instead of what we got, I would have been much happier. No, but it was something you have to remember though. LCL knows about the human connection. He knew about Mao going to date with Chiho was a thing. So he would have he would have, um, what's it called? He would have treated Rika like nice. He would have paid for the meal and stuff like that. They might have went to a, like a cheaper place, but he would have paid mm. for the meal. I, but he understands like the human connection and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Either way, I would have enjoyed seeing that. No, it would have been a good episode. I would love to see fucking LCO and fucking um, Rika. LCO and Rika should be happy. <laughs> that's my take on this series. You can talk about your goddamn boxes. I'm checking out for the rest of this episode. Same. And so, uh, what's good? Amelia is fucking worried that Elsie is going back to Inte Isle. And so she calls, um, what's that? Is it Grimmadol or something like that? Emerita, I believe. Yeah. He calls her and she's like, oh yeah, there's nothing happening over here. I have not heard anything about Elsie or any news. And then she's like, I am gaining weight though. <laughs> and then Mary just goes, she's like, I don't care about you going gaining weight. Like, that's not the point of this conversation. 
Gamedia is just eating all the fucking junk food. <laughs> and she does that like in a bathroom stall and someone's like, someone's like, are you okay? Like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm just talking to myself. Yeah. Just thinking all out. Uh, what's it called? And then fucking Amelia and is it Chiho? Yeah. Because Mao does not tell Chiho that he's fucking leaving for work. Like he's doing extra work. He doesn't tell about that. So um, Chiho gets suspicious and so both Ho and Amelia decide to which I'm just gonna say their fucking uh, undercover outfits are fucking cute it's so great I love their undercover outfits love that hat always love those hats I don't know what those hats are called but man they're great hats and then fucking Mao literally just tells them yeah I'm just doing this job because we had to pay for tracking he literally just tells them he has no like dude like not a good thing to say, Mal, that in fact you're tracking them. What is the purpose of this beast story shit? What beast story? At the end of this, like... Yes, they have to pay money for the tracking devices because it costs so much money. Yeah. And they don't have enough money. I was, and I thought that, I thought me and the writers were on the same page when we just agreed to agree that everything that they do is paid for. No, dude, they're always, they're always worried about money. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good joke. But, like, I just, uh, I don't Were you and the writers on the same page where if you thought Sariel's character arc was done, you should have him send flowers to the manager so if they make a second season, you know where he's going to be at? Well, it's just this whole, like, boxes. I was like, that'd be really funny if he made a whole box room for himself. And they're like, no, it's something way stupider. Oh, no, dude. No, it just shows you how scummy humans are. Well, I knew that. And I just, there's, like, it felt like they finished the season and were like, fuck, we have half episode to write. What if he just buys stupid shit? See, here's the thing. I love it when they're just doing menial human tasks. And this is one of those things. Because to me, I think it's one of those things where they had to figure out a way to get Mal and Elcio out of the fucking room. And they had to make where Lucifer was the only one left in there, so he could... Why? I, well, okay, here's here's my theory. This is based on light novels. I don't know how many were completed when the they made the anime. So this is probably material from the light novel. And I suspect a character we meet is going to come back in the light novels. And this is just simply setting up what's to come, which, as an anime series, is probably not what you should do unless you think there's going to be a second season. Which I have no clue if they thought there was going to be. We can discuss that later. Yeah, th- this very much does not feel like the end of a season. It feels like the first episode of a new season. I would have been happy with that. Anyway, so uh, what's good? So Alcio and Mao is both getting fucking money for tracking devices. And then we see the fucking boxes and Lucifer tries to say, oh, it, was, it was over here before I got here. And Mao's like, yeah, we both know that's not, I think. Which I thought was hilarious. And it was 128,000 yen. You know how much that is? No. No. So uh, Lucifer got caught up in a buy-up scam. Anybody know what buy-up scam is? Yeah, they explain yeah, it. Yeah, they, ex- they explain it. Okay. So they get a bunch of water profiles, fire extinguishers, and was it feather bed thingies? Oh, hold on. Yeah, uh, feather beds, fire extinguishers, and air or water filters. Yeah. Although I do want to say real quick. Because I was watching this, and, like, obviously it must be, like, a thing in Japan, and it's probably, like, heavily tied to, like, Yakuza. Oh, really? I didn't know that would be my guess based on the character we're going to meet soon. Yeah. The only thing going through my mind, like, while they're doing this whole buy-up scan thing is, like, 
how the fuck does somebody fall for this? Like, what do you do? How do you accidentally buy 128,000 yen worth of stuff while you're trying to sell someone something? And then, and then uh, Lucifer's defense is like, oh, but I'm socially adept. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. Would I fall for a buy-up scam? I, I liked, like, it made sense to me why, like, the story that happened. I just don't understand why it's after we have finished the plot. Yeah. I have a huge problem. I don't have a problem with exactly what happened. I have a problem with the positioning of this twenty or this like ten minutes. Why is it here? I wonder if this was a twelve episode series technically, and this was like a bonus episode because some shows do that. No, because this is the ending. Ending. There's no like. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, I, I'm perfectly fine with this because, like I said, I like them. I hate the whole plot stuff with the whole serial thing. I just thought that was boring as fuck. We discussed them doing their normal lives. And of course, Lucifer would be caught up in a fucking scam because he's socially inept. Yeah, but I I know what Anthony means, and I'm kind of there as well. No, no, I know what he means, but I'm saying I'm saying I'm completely fine with this because I thought this was a great addition to the episode. Gotcha. All I'm saying is I fucking enjoyed the fuck out of this because it's a funny plot thing. And fucking featherbeds, they're resourcing this on the fucking internet, and Mao decides to call them, and they talk they take the talking about how. The water purifiers are all used, so you can't return used items. The fire extinguishers are like that. And the feather beds are comes in sets of seven. Oh, wait, you have five? You can't return those. God, fuck this guy, dude. Like, oh my gosh. Just to be clear, because I, I think I missed a line that's about to come up. That was LCL on the phone, right? Yeah, that was LCL on the phone. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, and then they go to the fucking store. And Alcio opens the door and he's like, oh, yeah, this is what Temp sent me. They sent me over to over here. And he's like, oh, and my whole job is, uh, what's God? I was just reading the sheet off on un- unreasonable demands of return. Yeah. yeah Alcio doesn't even know what he's doing. He's just reading a fucking sheet, which is so funny. <laughs> the thing I have to say about this whole sequence is the manager of this company is rad as hell. Really? And if this guy is a recurring character, hell yeah, I dude. I don't like this guy at all. I mean, he's an awful human being. He's like, he, he has big, like, Yakuza, not even real Yakuza boss, but like mid-level Yakuza boss energy, and I'm so here for it. So it's just because they both have red hair. Oh, uh, okay. The fact that, what I don't like about this is the fact that Mao is scared of him. Because he's like, oh, you want to take the south side? And if I was Mao, I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Let's go, dude. I'll beat you up. <laughs> I feel like Mao would very much lose that fight if he didn't have magic, uh, which he probably does not at the moment. No, I, I bet he has a little bit of magic. I think he can fight this guy. But my point is, I bet this guy comes back. Yeah. Um. They both. They both said. Uh. What's good. Um. And so Amir is like, "Oh, yeah, we can. We can fix this." There's a. There's a term called cooling off. Which would you guys like to explain what cooling off is? Basically, I don't, I don't know like all the logistics behind it, but the show basically explains it as for a minor to sign contracts, you need guardian or parental consent. Yeah. Which they didn't have. Yeah. And so they was able to get all the fucking objects back. So to recap, they bought objects at like minute 15 and then they returned them at minute 20. Mm-hmm. Five minutes and nothing actually changed. I mean, it helps out the devil. You could have done that. It's such a better way. <sighs> uh, you, you was just complaining about something. I dude. hated this part, man. I was. I love this part. It really doesn't feel like a last episode. I didn't. I didn't get it. 
I think Mao does say humans. Will, this human is sneakier than the devil, which I think is funny. Yeah, and I think he even says something like, "I don't want to recruit him for our demon team." I thought he was talking about the with the Amelia. Oh man, I thought he was talking about the red hair guy, but maybe. Oh, uh, you might. You might be right. I don't know. Yeah, once we get past all that, when they're like doing the rainy, like, or the end recap and stuff, when they're going through all that, like, montage of what everyone's doing, I fucking love that. Yeah. Let's have more of that for like the last, like, make that more oh, prevalent. Before that happens, though, we end the series proper with Mao and LCL hanging out at a diner, just chatting, and then they order two Katsudans. Yep. Katsudons. Which is the thing they ate at the police station in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, good callback. Yeah. And then we get your montage, which I honestly skipped. Really? Uh-huh. I thought it was just like a credit sequence and oh, like I no. kind of I kind oh, of wow. thumbed through it and you know how you have those image previews? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I got the gist. Maybe I'm wrong. I do, I don't know. It just it felt really good. It felt like it was that was everything that kind of and was in the Devil's Apart time. You just saw everyone kind of going through their everyday lives and then it ends on Mao leaving McRon- uh, Mc- Jesus Meg Ronald's. And then he it starts raining or whatever, and he gets caught in the rain. And then guess who shows up? Of course, it's Amelia. Mm-hmm. And she's got a second umbrella, and she's like, remember how I told you, you I threw this away? Well, here. And then he's like, for me, and stuff like that. And then uh, it's the first time that both of them are sincere to each other, and neither of them take it, like, the wrong way. Like, he's like, thank you. And she says, you're welcome. And it's the first time, like, neither of them were like, a hero helps a demon? What? And she's like, but shut mm-hmm. up. Like, there's none of that. It's just actual sincere... And then that's kind of where it wraps. And I that was amazing. Like, yes, that's how you end it. Not this fucking five minute trash. <sighs> I'm just saying the, the whole boxes thing. That's not how it ended. It ended on the credits. With the yeah, but thing. to have the whole episode, Anthony's saying like no, for I him, you could have just thrown out the rest of the episode. <laughs> I know what he's saying. I like the whole boxes thing. Yeah, I like the list for getting scammed. They should have put that like at the beginning of episode or like. Around episode 11. No, the thing is, I, I don't like the serial arc so much. And I like the fact it ended on a comedy note. I, I don't like, I would not have liked it if they ended with the serial arc. I, th- I I think I agree. I think they should have done, they should have ended it with a slice of life, ep- life episode like they did. But it should have felt more final. Where this one just felt like another episode. Well, they did end on the final. No, I know, but the whole episode didn't, it didn't feel like this episode like was doing anything until it, the very, very end. Yeah, I know what you mean. But um, here's the thing. So Death is a part-time animal. It's loved by, like, actually a lot of people like it, and they're wondering if there's going to be a season two, which is probably not going to be because No Game, No Life is highly loved too, and that one doesn't have a second season. As soon as I see No Game, No Life get a second season, I would believe Death is a part-time animal. He's going to get a second season. Bruh, fucking K-On doesn't have a season three. And from my understanding, by looking at the internet, that show basically prints money, so. <laughs> I often know this, Anthony, but so Devil's a Part-Time was a light novel. The whole point of an anime is for them to sell light novels. So they do this a bunch of times, but they only put out one season of a light novel so they can boost up the light novel sales. But they don't end the fucking anime. They just leave it open. And they're like, oh, if you want more, go visit, go get the light novels. Because that's how you continue off. And they never think about putting another season up. Is that is that an actual business thing? Does it actually make money? It makes a ton of money. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like, 
I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I come from goddamn America. You put it on TV or it don't make money. <laughs> You're not wrong. We read New York Times bestsellers. Like, could you imagine, like, making season one of Breaking Bad and being like, you can get the rest if you read my essays? Yeah. I mean, think of it like cartoons. I can't. Like, cartoons and anime early on, they existed to sell toys. Like, people have a ton of reverence for, like, early Gundam and early Transformers, but those are fucking 20-minute toy commercials. Yeah, but we don't have, like, anything like that in the United States like we have in Japan. Um, Not anymore. And anime has gotten better about that. There's plenty of stuff that is just like, this is just an anime. Yeah. I, okay. For, first of all, you're not incorrect. And like, yes, that that's a that is a marketing thing that they do. Oh, However, wait, wait, before you say that, before we discuss this, Anthony, we are all going to hit a bunch of animes where they leave it open ended like this. And I'm telling you, they do that for a reason, and that's to sell light novels. And I'm going to tell them I will not read their light novels, but I will watch all their anime, and I will buy yeah. T-shirts if they have more than one season. Can I get that in writing? Yes. Great. Um, so and here, here's the thing, though. Sure, that can be the reason. But considering we're watching the anime, we are allowed to criticize what the anime does, regardless of why it does it. We can say it doesn't have a good ending, even if they intentionally try to draw you into the light novels because of the ending. I, I don't know what the point is, but OK. My, my point is like it doesn't excuse the quality of it because it's an intentional tactic to try and get you to in, to continue the story elsewhere no i have never here's the thing i have as an anime fan i have accepted this ending just because i know there's a there's a reason why they have it like this i know what you're saying though because it is a bad ending like it's a bad way to end things but it's like one of those things is like oh this is something i have to accept because sure because i've seen i've seen so many animes they only have one season and you're like why the fact they only has one season you're saying you get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying we're going to hit a bunch of animes where this is going to happen, especially for my picks, because I do like single seasons or double seasons, stuff like that. I will say I think there's a way to do it. I have not um, seen a successful one. Have you seen a successful uh, one? I fucking love the ending of Bacchano. Bacchano doesn't end after that? Nope. Bacchano is a light novel. No, but does it end end? The ending of Bacchano is hard to explain. Okay. But I like it a lot. Well, it's hard to explain without the context. And I hope that someday Bacchino will make itself available so that we can watch it. Because <laughs> it's probably in my top five anime. I'll buy okay. a t-shirt. <laughs> it's only one season. You won't. <laughs> Never mind. Fuck y'all. Um, I'll also say the only, I think the only other anime I've watched adapted from a light novel is Hyoka, which is currently still running, I believe. Um, and the ending of that I felt was more satisfying. Okay. It definitely, it wasn't like more final, but it was more satisfying. Okay, before we go into our, you know, end of series questions, I want to wrap back to what I was saying at the beginning about K-On. Okay. And why I was so glad I watched K-On and the perspective it gave me for why Devil is a Part-Timer didn't hit that hard for me. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks, guys. No, no, no. It's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, it's a good point. My problem with Devil is a Part-Timer is that... And why it's another big reason why LCL is so important to the series for me. Outside of Mao and LCL, the characters very rarely feel interconnected. Okay. They feel like characters that exist kind of in their own bubbles that occasionally brush up against each other. And watching K-On, like, 
the, all those characters have like clearly defined relationships and ways they interact with each other and they feel like a group of friends and th- that dynamic really comes through and you get even get to see that change and how they grow with each other but here it just feels like everyone is a stagnant set of personality quirks that can just kind of bounce into each other rather than having meaningful interaction that feels specific to the person they're interacting with if that makes any sense no it makes perfect sense i i understand what you mean completely that said i still did enjoy it um the middle dragged a bit Uh, i i like the first episodes the first grouping i think like the first five were all pretty solid and then i think it was nine that i liked um middle and end dragged a little but for the most part it was good lcl rules uh favorite characters I mean, um, Anthony, what do you think of the show? Anthony? I'm thinking. Oh, okay. I'm trying my best to forget about the middle eight minutes of this last episode. <laughs> Dude, literally, you just have to say it. Like, if you don't like the fucking anime, just say you don't no. like the fucking anime. Because I really like the anime. It's just this is the last thing I watched. <clears throat> well, it was the fact that, like, I, like, they yeet him through a portal, and then he shows up, and then we do boxes. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, no, we, we know, we know. It's and like, if we take all that out for me, this is like a nine. That that single episode thing, like I'm I'm eight and a half okay. because I really enjoyed it. I had fun. LCL was great, very good comic relief. I even like Lucifer. I thought he was. I thought we gave him less credit comedically than he deserves. It's kind of I like note. a lot of his just like like the Chiho in this last episode where he's like, "You're letting yourself, uh, you let your true feelings." Yeah, you're letting your true feelings show, Chiho. Without moving from the TV, that's just or the the tele, or the laptop. That's just great. I loved it. And then um, I like I like Mal a lot. He is in a world, but he is super fucking smart. And like he just you, like you realize it in spurts. Like every like four episodes, it seems like he has this like train of thought that he just, that actually comes out. You know that because other than that, he's just in McDonald's doing like all his quirky fun stuff with Chiho and LCL just doing the slice of life stuff but then like when it comes down to it he's like listen Susano this 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 and this and this and this and that's what you wanted the whole time right and she's like fuck <laughs> you know and I I like that I haven't seen that yet in many anime or period so um I really liked enjoying like that's why I probably defended Mal a lot more <laughs> about being the Demon King because I like his character mm-hmm I like that aspect of his character, of his, dude, I'm really fucking smart, but I just, I kind of want to be a human, and when I got to do what I got to do, this is what it looks like, but other than, like, and I think it's a, I think to do a really good transition when he needs to be that guy versus when, like, he's everything else. Um, not the biggest fan of Amelia in terms of just every, like, you know, I, she was there, she, I guess, provided some things, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah no i totally get what you mean because that's how i feel about a lot of the characters they didn't really get a chance to breathe i didn't like yeah she's she's fine she was there um i like the chiho mao relationship a lot more than other well the only other anime we really seen with that relationship Mm -hmm. that seems like that's something that i would handle that's that seems like yeah that makes sense to me uh yeah i think that's sums it up I, I think they did enough exposition dump to keep your minding how they got here, but not enough to like, you're going to fucking eat it and you're going to like it. 
I don't that's think how they, I felt. <laughs> I don't think it was that bad because I think like you got like three or four minutes of it. I mean, when it drags on, or when you don't want to see it and it happens, yeah. But when <laughs> when you want to see it, when was that? <laughs> uh, I mean, I like when they. I think that when I saw it, I wasn't angry. Oh, I was just like, okay, time for this. And then like we went back in, and I was like, hell yeah! It makes the highs feel more high. Yeah, I think they did a lot of things well, and I think they did one thing very poorly. <laughs> one thing? Uh, yeah, just that one thing for me, man. Oh, yeah? Because we already fought about the other thing you didn't like. Oh, no, do I have to remind you about Sariel? Uh, two things. I think they did <coughs> Sorry, two things. They did two things very poorly. <laughs> uh, so favorite characters, then. Mine, obviously, LCL. I think mine has to be LCL. After we've lost them in those few, those few episodes, you really do miss them. I mean, Alcio was Shout the funniest one. I still, I still like Mao. You still like? I like Mao too. Mao yeah. is a great. I'm gonna stick. I'm stick with Mao I'm sorry. Did you say croissant? Yeah, I used son, but I try. I put a French accent on the end of it because I don't know how to gotcha. do it. <laughs> Perfect. Well done, <laughs> Mao Best goal in the series, Owens. Uh as much as I'm super here for the manager, Rika. <laughs> Rika, okay. Your and yours is uh, Susan O. White, hundred <clears throat> percent. Sorry, and um, mine. I can't even think of mine. Maybe Amelia. I actually like her a lot. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually thinking about it. I might like Shindres a lot, which is kind of bad now. I think about it. Mm. Um, something I I real I think I'm starting to realize as I'm like, not only just watching a bunch of anime, but like playing anime adjacent games now more again that i always 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 prefer like the tomboy characters not the sundares but like the ones that are like yeah i prefer tomboys yeah, all the fucking time we're not even as yeah i don't know it's hard to i, I don't want to just say tomboys i think that description is kind of like fucking dated no tomboys but. like fucking well the best outfits ever well, I mean, like, because, uh, like, I'm all about Ritsu and Kaon. I'm all about Makoto and Persona 5, but I wouldn't characterize them as tomboys. No, Ritsu's like, a, a tomboy, type. dude. <sighs> she is. It'll, yeah, we don't have to get into that. We'll do that if we watch Kaon. Um, okay, so, uh, of course, I said best school. What's the best guy? LCL. Okay. What? <laughs> what? Can, hold on, can I change my answer t- from t- uh, for best girl to LCL? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I'll uh... <laughs> Anthony, are you going to say yours, or are you really going to go with that no, guy? No, it's Mao. <laughs> Mao, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I figure favorite character with a lion. Right, hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is there biggest questions about the anime? Well, I don't have any questions about the anime. I have an adjacent question for Anthony. Um, are you interested at all in, like, pursuing what happens next? In this? Yeah. Is there any part of you that is, like, thinking... Maybe I would check out the light novels. Uh, I would watch the second season of the anime. Yeah, well, there's not going to be a second season, so banish that thought. Then no. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'll at some point I'll probably just like look up what happens. Oh yeah, dude, I, I wiki dumped this shit, so I, I yeah, do I'll, know pro- I'll probably do that. I know how Mao became the demon lord and what happened under his two lids and stuff like. And that. I'll probably fucking hate it. Amazon can tell you guys he does not choose to go at the end. Suck it. Don't care. Does LCL get with Rika? No. I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> Throw this series in the trash. Ranking of Devil's Part-Timer. Uh, three. Okay, so yours is Cowboy Bebop, uh, 
Perfect Blue. Perfect Blue and Cowboy Bebop are like doing a fucking dosy dough. Then Devil's Apart Part of then then Evangelion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anthony. Uh, yeah. One, two. Uh, I, my list is coming. This is third. Yeah. This is third. Okay. Still Perfect Blue, Cowboy Bebop, and Part Timer. Okay, mine is Cowboy Bebop and uh, Devil's Part Timer, Perfect Blue. Then at tenth is Evangelion. Okay, so we ready to discuss the uh, the new anime, you guys? That's coming out. Oh, what we we'll watching? Sure. So what I'm saying is, so Anthony, so you did choose um. Reverse Isekai. So, what are you going to choose? Shonen? Uh, to be fair, I chose an Isekai. Yeah, okay. Isekai. Are you going to pick Shonen or Mech Anime next? Because uh, if I remember on the script, it says, Salvador chooses next anime again. Because Can you just server mute him? <laughs> uh, however, we are going to play a similar game, Anthony. Yeah, you just introduce it normally. <laughs> well, it's not really a game. So, similar to what Monkey did, except not exactly. I'm going to give you the title of three anime, you are going to be allowed to ask me one question about each. One question. And then one question that will be a blanket for all three. Okay. I will answer all of these questions with no more than two words. And then after that, I will have you pick one. All right. The anime are... Yuri on Ice. Death Parade. And Kids on the Slope. I'm just saying, Owens, there's one I really want to watch, dude. There's one I really, really want to watch. One question for each, and then one overarching question. And I will not give you more than a two-word answer. <laughs> Death Parade? There's your question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. Um, can I make it a two-parter if both of them require one word? Sure. I like that. That's creative. Um, I will grant you... It, not that it helps, but I have seen two of these and not seen one of them. And I know which one Monkey wants, and he will not like it as much to meet his excitement. <laughs> okay, the only other information I'm going to actually offer up is these are all 12 or 13 episodes. So none of them are long. Okay. So, okay. Well, actually, I'll do this one's easy, okay? Out of, ten, this, the, out of 10, which of these do you think has the most substance to talk about? That's the overarching question. Um... Is that your original or did you change it? What do you mean? Well, you said, oh, actually, this is easy. So did you just change your question like on the fly? No, this was my overarching question at the beginning. Is like, which one of these has okay. the most substance to talk about? Which one of these might be the most interesting to discuss? Two? Oh, I don't want to break my own rules. <laughs> which do I think? Or you could, like I said, just out of 10, just... Yuri on Ice is like, you think it has a 6 out of 10 substance. Death on Parade, is, you think it's going to have 8 out of 10 substance. Kids on Slope is going to have like 6 out of 10 substance. Well, like I said, I haven't seen one of these. Yeah, just, I mean, you picked it for a reason. Oh, sure. Um, God, this is really tough. I'm going to go number three. Then we will start with that one for the question. Kids on the Slope. So this is that one that's like a two-parter, but it only requires two answers. Sure. Uh, genre, and are they actually at a resort? Like a ski resort. <laughs> Sorry, give me one moment. Because I want to make sure I'm getting this correctly. Drama? No. Fuck. All right. Uh, so then we'll go with uh, Death Parade. What two words would you use to sell me on Death Parade? To sell you. Yeah, if you wanted me to watch this, what two words would you use? And you knowing me. This is hard. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm coming here with some good questions, bro. You, we're going to do this. Yeah, right that, here, is right? a, that is a good. Well, I've never thought about how to sell a show to you before. Um, introspective, provocative. All right, I'm out. <laughs> and then Yuri on Ice, why is this one on your list in two words? That's a really good question. <laughs> I just wanted to be like, haven't seen. <laughs> Excellent. Renaissance. Oh, God. fuck. I don't. Rena- I follow up. Can I get one follow up? There's a comma between those words. Excellent comma. Renaissance. I was, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm pretty sure there's only, like, one meaning of Renaissance. There. Uh, not really. There's multiple meanings to Renaissance. Mm-hmm. I just want to ask you, is that a noun or is that a cult? The, wait. Well, I don't know if he's talking about, like, French Renaissance or, like, a Renaissance fair. It, it's more like a abstract renaissance okay god that threw like without your questions i had the order and i think you just reversed it with your answers would you like to tell us what you're thinking like what's the order right yeah now? walk us through your process initially it was kids on the slope death parade literally the opposite you gave them to me okay and now it's yuri on ice kids on the slope death parade okay let's go yuri on ice Okay. Uh, Monkey can fuck off, first of all. Fuck! So let me explain this. And I, I checked time because, honestly, if the, we didn't have time, this was just going to be my flat pick. Anthony, if you want to kick yourself a little bit, Kids on the Slope would be a return to Shinichiro Watanabe and Yoko Kano. Fuck. It's about I a jazz really band of, it, like, dude. a high school jazz band in, like, the 80s. God, I something. wanted to watch Kids on the Slope so bad. I wanted to so bad watch it. Why did you not pick that one? Oh, it's got that. That one's gonna return for me. I'm gonna pick it, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, you can. But uh, yeah, that's why I was like, oh, the pedigree makes that one like that's the one I haven't seen. To be fair, my question was also pretty trash for that one. (laughs) Mm. So to explain Yuri on Ice a little, no, um, we we do not. We do. I I would not like to hear any of it. No, no, no. I want to explain why I wanted to pick it. Oh, okay. Other than like. I genuinely really like it. For one, I think it'll be, I think it's a very different thing than what you've seen so far. And I'll be interested to see how you react to a lot of it, despite it still being like very anime. But also, I think it came out back in like 2012. Was it that long ago? Was it eight years ago? No, way. no, 2016. Sorry, it came out okay. in 2016. Okay. And at that point, I wasn't like really watching any anime. And like the the spheres I was following in the internet wasn't like no one was talking or about anime or whatever. And then Yuri on Ice came out and everyone was like, oh wait, guys, anime is good actually. And that's why I use Renaissance because it just like created this new age of anime, it felt like, where everyone, at least in the from the people I follow, was suddenly into anime again. And eventually you know everyone talks shit up and is like oh it's so great and i'm like whatever who cares eventually i broke down and watched it and i totally understood monkey is gonna whine the whole time but yep yep i genuinely think this is a great series i really really like it (laughs) also anthony you're gonna Um, hate my favorite character his favorite character is trash such a good character but i'm excited to see how you feel about it i think it'll be an interesting one that said it's 12 episodes we can do 444 it is available on Crunchyroll, I believe. And next time on My First Anime, will Sal remember why he enjoyed this series initially? Huh, I really do like the ice skating. How comfortable is Anthony with his sexuality? 
I was tested with Mal, but damn, come on. <laughs> Will I be able to placate Sal's complaints long enough with JJ style? <laughs> Find out next time on my first anime. Thanks again for listening to My First Anime. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends and leave a review. It really helps. I'm Chris Bailey, and you can find me on Twitter at Chris R. Bailey or hear me play pretend on the actualplay.network podcast. And finally, thanks to Slink for the use of 12 Speed as our intro and Winnie the Moog for the use of Speed Energy as our outro. You can come to my stream, STMonkey at Twitch, where the O is a zero in monkey, so make sure you guys remember that. I play single-player games and multiplayer games, well, sometimes multiplayer games, Tuesdays and Fridays afternoons. You can also follow my Twitter at STMonkey, also O is a zero, and my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is mostly containing dog photos of my dog. He's a poodle. And situ. You can reach out and contact us on Twitter at MyFirstAnime, or uh, email at MyFirstAnimePodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, my personal Twitter and Instagram are both Sir Paperplate, where you will find only pictures of my cat. And once again, thanks for listening to My, my First, first anime. anime.